coming up on this episode of the Spiro Podcast. If you didn't take the time, as simple as it is, to write that goal down, is that really that important to you? Welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business. With your hosts, Todd Kivimaki and Craig Magwell. Hi, and welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business. Spiro is a software platform designed to help you manage your day-to-day business activities and really help you grow and scale your real estate visual marketing company. I'm Craig Magram, host of the podcast, and uh, with me each and every week and kicking off a brand new year, first episode of 2024, our uh, owner and founder and co-host of the podcast, Todd Givamaki. Happy New Year, Todd. Hello, Craig and listeners. Happy New Year, everyone. It's great to be back, uh, energized from a few days off. And, uh, you know, yeah. there's something about the New Year, Craig. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just, I don't know, maybe it's cliche, but I don't know. It's a new year. It's kind of exciting. We're doing budgets yeah. and it's like a fresh start. Right. I mean, we're looking at industry news going, hey, you know what? We think this is going to be a good year. I just came off a week vacation, so I'm refreshed and and uh, yeah, ready to get back at it. Yeah. What what, what did uh, Santa bring you for Christmas? <laughs> a couple of different things. Let's see. I uh, got a new motorcycle helmet uh, oh. that I'm looking forward to wearing. And uh, let's see, a uh, bunch of 3D printing supplies. Uh, so some new oh. filament. Yeah, uh, my my big gift for my wife this year was a uh, a 3D printer. That uh, I got into it when I we got our oldest son a 3D printer a couple of years ago, and uh, mm-hmm. there was one on sale for like 99 bucks that was a newer version than what we had gotten him. And I looked at her and she's like, "Christmas?" I'm like, "Please." <laughs> so uh-huh. yeah, just just off to my left here, I've, I've got a, a new 3D printer. So I've been putting a few upgrades on that and getting ready to start to print some projects. So what about you? That's cool. I, I, that's one thing I have, I'm not trying to avoid your question, but that's one thing I haven't gotten into that. Maybe as my boys get older, I'll maybe have to pick your brain, but I think that is cool. I know you printed that headphone holder for Brittany in the office a few years back. And I think it's just neat how you can take nothing and you can create something from it. It's, it's pretty interesting. The part I have not gotten into yet is designing a part from scratch. So okay. I take I take pre-built plans or, or files and uh, you, you can tweak all sorts of settings for your printer, uh, but then just load that file into the printer and yeah, just builds it straight off the build plate. It's pretty cool. But I have a nephew that, that the guy's a genius. The kid's a genius. He's going to teach me how to design things from scratch. Engineering prodigy. But anyway. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. Oh, for me, I got, uh, so I, I am literally the most difficult person to buy a gift for. Uh, so I got some uh, new, um, I got a few clothes. I'm difficult to buy clothes. I got some jogger pants. I'm excited about that. Get rid of the, the old crappy ones. <laughs> uh, I just enjoyed time with the family. You know, my, yeah. my oldest, we got him a four, uh, a four wheeler this year. So I nice. rode that. We had fun with that. And, you got him the four wheeler, but but you wrote it. it exactly. That's what I was gonna say. You know, I think I have more fun with the boys' toys right. now than than they do sometimes. And maybe some of what I want is in what they get. I think we do do that. Yeah, we do. I mean, as dads, we should, right? That's what's fun about it. Right. Um, but it was like, and I think we mentioned this last week. It was 55, 60 degrees. New Year's yeah. or Christmas Eve, Christmas Day after Christmas, like. 
that was beautiful. So was. we got to ride it and had some fun. Very cool. Very cool. So Alrighty. Well, it was a fun holiday season, but yeah, we're back at it. First episode of 2024 and uh, lots of exciting things coming up this year. We're sure for your business, for ours. Um, but there's an event uh, that we're going to, we're going to talk about here. Let's, let's dive into that first. Um, what, what's coming up, Todd? Yeah. So uh, Eli Jones and the rep team are putting together, this is a free virtual event. They're calling it Vision 2024. So this is exciting. It's coming up. I'm going to present in it uh, and be on a panel or two. But um, if you go to their website, rep, that's R-E-P-P team.com forward slash vision 2024, you can see uh, the speaker lineup. This is January 19th. So January 19th, um, uh, check your time zones on there. It runs for, I think, three, four, five hours. But it's a free event. Just register for it. Um, you can see the lineup. And this is a great way to just realign yourself the beginning of the year. So, right. you know, we get, I find that I get so much in like go, go, go mode and put my head down that sometimes you need to come up. Mm -hmm. You need to look around a little bit. You need to plan out. I can tell you, especially if you are in charge of a team, if you have a team, okay. If it's just you, it's one thing. Cause you might be doing some of that subconsciously in your brain. Now, don't get me wrong. If it's just you, I think you should do planning as well. I'm not right. saying that, but I'm saying it's especially important when you have people that depend on you to make their living. They need to understand what is in your head. Hmm. What, what do you want the company to be? What, what are goals? What are core values and things like that? I have learned along the, the hard way when I didn't do that. I, I always kind of joke here at WOW that I think every, you know, I expect everybody to read my brain. You know, let's not forget that it's in your brain. But if you don't tell anybody, no one else knows it. So while you might process it 18 hours a day and you're excited about what you're working on, if you don't tell any of your team, what are they going to get excited? They're not going to get excited about right. it. They're going to be yeah. out in the dark and then you've you've effectively done the opposite instead of bringing them in and, and allowing them to be excited and also help you with it. You now have excluded them. They feel like you don't trust them and they're not excited about thus. They can't help you with it. So that's how you get in this vicious cycle of feeling like your entire company, the weight is on your shoulders. Mm. You have a team, use a team, right? You know, even if you're saying, Hey, well, it's just a virtual assistant that works part-time and he or she's halfway across the world. It does not matter. That is a human being who can be excited about serving people, achieving goals, working on items, growing as an individual and growing as part of a team. So right. do not let yourself get, don't, do not give yourself that excuse and think, well, I, I don't know if I can really depend on them. Well, if you've hired them and they're responsible for things in your company, you need to let them know about your company. Right. I make them a stakeholder. If if mm -hmm. you share the vision as is the leader, you need to communicate what I mean it boils down to what's in it for them. How's this how's your vision going to benefit them and and get mm -hmm. them excited? And if you make them a stakeholder in in the success of the vision that you have and they see the benefits for themselves as well, hey, they're going to get behind you. I 
I, I've got a, a former manager that he he was excellent at doing this and encouraging me as as part of the team. And I tell you to this day, Todd, I'd run through a brick wall for that man. And I haven't worked for him for over 10 years, but he did wow, such yeah. a good job of sharing that vision and showing why it was a good thing for me to be a part of that and why he wanted me to be a part of that, that that just motivated me and got me fired up. So yeah, definitely don't keep the vision to yourself. I'll, I'll stop there. Yeah, it's so true. And again, I, I won't continue to go on about it. Craig, that was very well said, but I've made this mistake. I've learned the hard way. And if you have that feeling right now that you think no one else can help me, I'm telling you, that's just a thought error. Right. That really is. That's an Eli Jones phrase that I use that I really love. That is a thought error. I had that error uh, 15 years ago, 12 years ago. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm so behind on billing. No one knows my processes. No one could ever come in and help me. Hmm. And I was just downright wrong, just wrong. And luckily my wife was like, hey, I think someone can help you. Why don't hmm. you just ask for it? So if you're feeling that, it's it's okay. <laughs> Lots of people do. So give yourself right. a break. But now just get rid of that thought air, erase it from your brain, and go find some help. There you go. So one of the things you'll be learning about at the Vision 2024 conference. And again, what's that website again, Todd? Yes, that is repteam, R-E-P-P-T-E-A-M.com forward slash vision 2024, vision 2024. And it's awesome. free, Craig. I mean, what's yeah. better than that? I mean, it's hey, literally free. There's no strings attached. Great way to start off the year and invest in in building your company for the new year. So check it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, please do. Cool. All right. So that's an upcoming event. Mark that on your calendar. All right. Shifting gears here, Todd. Uh, Spiro updates. What is on the docket? Yeah. So we just launched the agent referral program. So this is agent to agent. Uh, this will allow you to set a give and a get, we're calling it. So what the new agent or what your current agent can give a new agent to your company, excuse me, and then what that referring agent will get as a thank you for that new client referral. So you can set the give and the get. And uh, we, we have found that if probably the most popular is like give 50, get 50. Uh, you don't have to do it, but I always just try to give my input. Uh, I think for our VIPs, we're going to give the VIPs a little bit higher of a rate. Uh, we haven't determined that yet, but the cool thing about it is, is that you can set it at your company level. So your company level, you turn it on and you say, everyone gives 50 and gets 50 for referrals and it's new clients only. And the credit only goes in when the new client actually pays for the service. But you can then override that 50-50 value and you can go to a company and say, hey, my Cobalt Banker company, my Keller Williams, my EXP company, all of those agents, they're really important to me. They've worked with me for a long time. I'm going to let them give 50, but they're going to get 75 hmm. because I really appreciate their referrals. So you can override it on a company. And then the cool thing is, is you can override it on an agent as well. So you can go to your VIP. Hey, Cindy, we just so appreciate you. Thank you for using us for the last, you know, 18 years. Um, we want, we love it when you refer us. We want to reward you. Uh, when you use your referral code, you, the new agent will get $50, but we're going to give you $200 every time you do that. So just nice. as an example, you don't have to give $200. You can, 
you know, I, I don't ever think it's a bad idea rewarding VIPs. I mean, these people spend five, 10, 20, $50,000 a year with you. Um, but anyways, the choice is yours. It's in your system currently. It's launched. And we made it really just stupid simple for your agents to use the referral code. At the top of their portal, there's a referral button. And then they have a few ways that they can share the code or the link. The easiest is they just click text message on their phone. And what we do is we actually pop up a new text message for them. We pre-populate some verbiage about here's the link to order. And we give the link, not the code, because remember coupon codes, people have to remember to type it in. No, we give a link where they click it and then we pre-fill the coupon code for them, the referral code. And then, so all they have to do is click text message and they can just type in their contacts and hit send. So we wanted to make it super simple for them to share out. Uh, had some really great feedback from you all for this update in Spiro. So, mo you know, we knew we wanted to do referral. You guys gave us input. A lot of this was molded by what you wanted. The text message thing, the link, the give and the get at different levels. So please continue to give your feedback because this had a direct impact on what we actually put in Spiro. It was what you guys wanted. So that is in your system. You can find it under shopping cart and the referral program. I love those ideas. That's that awesome ideas community. Great job. Yeah, thank you for those ideas. And, and if you're looking for a newsletter to do, so if you haven't done a newsletter, we're going to talk about goals today. Maybe it's one of your goals to do a monthly newsletter. Here is a very easy topic for you to highlight in your first newsletter. Mm -hmm. Just talk about your referral program. It literally can be as easy as that. Take a screenshot, tell your clients what they'll give and get, send it out, and then you can cross that thing off. So excited about the referral program. Beautiful. Beautiful. Craig, I'm going to take, I'll, get, I'll, I'll literally take, I mean, you put me on a timer. I'll, I'll take another minute to tell you what's coming soon. So metrics, metrics are coming soon. Guys, I know I'm biased, but honestly, these are going to be incredible. Like what's on them, the way it's displayed, you can bring in historical data. So if you're like, Todd, hey, I've been in another system and all my data is in there. You can bring in historical data, type out what your revenue was, what your new clients, what your average order value was. Um, it's going to look beautiful. It will literally allow you to know the pulse of your business every time you visit the page. That's and then awesome. the Square integration. Many of you are like, Todd, when's it coming? I told you quarter one is going to come. Um, it is going to come hopefully here. Well, I'm not going to say a date, but we have someone working on it. We are actively coding those two things. So metrics and Square coming soon. Very cool. Exciting stuff. Keep the ideas coming. If you have an idea for the software, hey, drop us a line at hello at Spiro.media. Alrighty. Well, 2024, Todd, starting the year off talking about goals. Craig, do you set goals? Sorry, do you set goals? You know, I, I do. And part of, I, I listened to a podcast that you sent me a link to earlier. <clears throat> and uh, he made the point of um, one of the things that I kind of hung my head was only 3% of people actually write down their goals. It's mm -hmm. like, I have a ton of goals in my head, even though full disclosure, I'm going to be fully transparent here. I've been going through a season where I've felt like I've quit dreaming and, and quit okay. I, I, that I haven't been setting goals. Um, historically in my life, I, I go from one thing to another. I'm constantly trying something new, um, you know, trying to learn something new. Um, and I'm in a season where I, I feel like I needed to pull back from a lot of that and learn to be content in the circumstance mm. that I'm in. 
However, that also then led me to getting complacent. And so I've been struggling with, like, I don't know what my next goal is. I don't know what the next dream is. And part of that's related to health and eating and exercise, and that can get you stuck. Um, so, of course, New Year, you start thinking about those things again and realizing, hey, I need to make some changes. And listening to that podcast link you sent to me, it kind of fired it back up. So I've written down some goals. I, I have historically, I've been just been lazy the last year or so, uh, full disclosure. Um, so yes, I do set goals I haven't consistently. That's okay. I, I don't think that's abnormal to what the general population does. Uh, quite honestly, for me, goals are something that are hard for me. Hmm. I, again, I, I think a lot of it's in my head, like you said. I, I have them in there. I historically prior to growing the team historically haven't written down goals for mm. the team we do that now again you owe your people right. you owe it to your people but let's not i think sometimes we as business owners get so focused on just what's the pulse of the business what's the business doing that remember you started the business for a different reason and it was probably i don't want to work for a boss that i hate or i want financial freedom, or I want freedom with my time, or I don't want to be accountable to a company that I don't align with their core values or what they're trying to do. So, and you might have a couple different reasons, but don't, don't forget that the business exists to support you personally as a human being. And again, I've shared this in the past, but that feels somewhat selfish to me. Like I, I sometimes think about that. I'm like, Oh, like, you know, and even, even like you, you got, you all set what you get paid. You know, maybe some of you are just taking profit right now, but when's the last time you've given yourself a pay raise? Hmm. And it was just like, like, I look at, I'm like, okay, I'm, I can pay my bills with what I'm taking. Like I no, I don't need more, but wait a minute. Like that, that is there to support your personal, your personal goals. So that is one thing we're going to dive into this as, as Craig mentioned. So this is, a lot inspired by a, a speaker that I love and an author, John Acuff, A-C-U-F-F. And he was a presenter. I found him a few years ago at the Global Leadership um, Conference, uh, the GLC, I believe they call it. That's where I knew that name from. Yes, yes. I'm like, why do I know the Acuff name? And yeah, yeah I've, I've been at several of those Global Leadership Summits or a virtual. So yes, thank you. I was like, oh, duh. Yeah, that's where I heard his name. Yeah. So I, did, did you listen or read his uh, soundtracks was the new book at the time mm -hmm. uh, that haven't. he presented? I believe it was two global leadership summits ago. Okay. But soundtracks basically like, um, just summarize it real quick. It's definitely worth the read, but we all have soundtracks that play in our heads. Some of them are just not right. They're yeah. not correct. If you have a like, Hey, I can't do this. I'm not smart enough. I'm not talented enough. That's a, that's a wrong soundtrack. You need to throw that sucker away. Hmm. throw that CD tape, uh, the vinyl record, MP3 insert. Yeah. MP. Yeah. yeah. Insert your era of music. You, you dated yourself so bad. And oh, me. I know. <laughs> I know. I was like, throw that tape cassette. away. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, Some people, what? What's a cassette? <laughs> but throw that sucker away because it's not true it's simply not true that yeah, is a soundtrack yeah. that you have created in your brain 
That is not true. And you need to get rid of it and you need to put another soundtrack in your life. The problem is, is if you have a, a wrong soundtrack going in your head, that's what you live out. Um, there, there's a, a proverb uh, or a saying that I've heard, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Well, if you don't like what you are, then you've got to change your thinking. So yeah, no, great point. Yeah, so true, Craig. So much of this is inspired by John A. Cuff today. So I, mm -hmm. I don't want to take responsibility for it. I'll, Craig and I will put our spin on it. Right. But um, wanted to at least give him credit for it. His podcast is called All It Takes is a Goal. And I listen to it. I think you should listen to it as well. He's a funny guy, too. So uh, he's easy to listen to. And he has really good content. Very cool. All right. Well, let's, let's dive into it then. Um, you know, obviously we all think goals are important, but why, why do we mm -hmm. need to write down a goal or set or set a goal? Yeah, it's a good question. You know, all of you out there, and I've said this, like are setting goals hard to you guys out there? Like, is, is it hard? I, I, I think with the stat, you know, Craig threw out, like, you know, only 3% of people write them down. Here's another one. 92% of new year resolutions fail 92% of them. So I, I think that data shows that yes, they are hard and it's okay. If you think they're hard and it's like, there's so many things in life that are easy. You hmm. think about it, you know, YouTube is easy. Netflix is easy. Um, you know, now listening to podcasts, I'll give you credit. You know, you guys are the overachievers out there. If you're listening to this podcast, cause you're taking time to consume information. And now we need to make sure you do something with the information because information is just entertainment if you don't do anything with it. Right. So, and, and I'm not that entertaining. So if you're not <laughs> going to do anything with this information I give, there's a <laughs> lot more people that are far more entertaining than I am. So take the little bit of wisdom that I have and do something with it. Right. Uh, so, you know, that is one, one note I want to make is, you know, if you don't do anything with the information, you're just entertaining yourself. But, you know, all those other things are easy. Think about all the digital items in our lives today. Those are all easy. You know, I, I am just like all of you. Like, I want to do nothing more after a long day. Like, I want to get home. Literally, I want to throw myself on the couch. I just want to turn on a show. Like, I watched mm -hmm. one of them. I watched Gold Rush for some reason. I have no clue. I've watched it for a long time. Like, it's the same thing every time. Like, they dig dirt. They wash it. And how much gold did they get? For some reason, I watch it. <laughs> I, yeah. I want to go up to the Klondike and with a wash plant and a dozer, you know, <laughs> telling my boys like, we're going to go buying gold. But anyways, that's what I want to do. I walk and I'm like, you know, I see the couch, my kids run to me, which is fabulous. Say hi to my wife. And it's like, sometimes I just want it to be easy and just, I want to just phone it in. And I just want to go sit on the couch, put my feet up and just kind of veg away, if you will. Which there's um, times for that. There are. There are, but there's, those things are easy. YouTube's mm -hmm. easy. Social media is easy. And if you're not careful, those things being so easy can make some things like just writing down your goals difficult. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. those, those platforms, all of that's designed to consume your time. So don't feel bad if you're like, man, why am I, you know, I feel somewhat addicted to keeping up with my favorite show. And again, like Craig said, it's not all bad, but it's designed to lure you in and keep you in. YouTube makes money by keeping you on YouTube. Right. 
Why is there even a term in 2024 of a YouTuber? And you think of YouTubers, you think of millionaires. Why? What, who's the guy who gives away? Oh, Mr. Beast. My kids Mr. watch Beast. him sometimes. I don't. Yeah. Really, yeah, I don't really let him watch him anymore. But like, if the man can give away a million dollars in a video, he has to make more than a million dollars on that video. You know, when's yeah. it, I mean, I'm sure we could find out his net worth. We can Google it. It's probably a lot of money. Why? You know, so YouTube was designed to keep people on YouTube. So that's the easy thing. Writing down goals can be difficult. You know, it's that the idea of simple, not easy. Right, Craig? Right. Right. Exactly. So, okay. So let's get to some action items. Let's give you something to do. An actionable item. I love the phrase it like this. This is something to do. Yes, I am telling you something to do. Again, if you're not going to do it, this is just entertainment. Please do this. It's not hard. We want you to write down your goals. Mm-hmm. And in doing this, th- there's there's no wrong answer here. This is a brainstorming, just creative activity. Uh, I'm not asking you to only write down your final list. I'm just asking you to write down anything that you think might be a goal of yours in 2024. I don't think it's as hard as you might think it is. Um, like like I said, I I haven't written down lately my goals, but I know I have a ton in my head, things I want to do. But if you don't take the step of writing it down, you never start the plan of action to implement those goals. Yes, exactly, Craig. So true. So true. So if you're if if you're like Craig and saying, hey, I'm just brainstorming ideas. Well, you've got a couple of problems. One, our brain was not designed to be a checklist or a, it, it yeah. wasn't designed to have your list of goals in it. You're going to forget it. And then the other thing is, is if that. If you didn't take the time, as simple as it is, to write that goal down, is that really that important to you? Right. Yeah. It, it says a lot to yeah. If you yeah, if you don't write it down, do you really care about it? Mm-hmm. If, if you care about m- reaching that goal, then you're going to take the the step and put in the effort to write it down, and then start to build your your priority of that goal and the plan to implement it. Exactly. And, and this is an easy thing to be in the top percent of people in the world. Again, John A. Cuffey says that the average or only 3% of people write down their goals. Only 3%. So that's not that hard. Just be an overachiever here. Start off with this, get that accomplished, write them down. Um, He gave another stat, Craig. He said that the average person and, and he has so he has a goal podcast and he researches and he's done this. He has a lot of books on goals. Uh, all it takes is a goals is podcast again. But he says the average person has twenty two point eight goals, mm-hmm. like brainstorming. And so that's a lot of things. You know, I, I kind of think of the spinning plate analogy of, <laughs> yeah. of that. You know, and, and if you have those in your head, you're just spinning plates. And when you try to spin too many plates, they start to fall. Right. So. So, yeah, we need to write them down. So we have a couple questions here that we can we can help you with and prompt you with. And again, I give credit to John. He John and we talk like we're buddies now. Like, I don't know John <laughs> knowing that about John, but he did inspire this podcast. And I do think he's a great author. But uh, there's some ideas. If you're saying, hey, Todd, I just don't, I'm kind of stuck. Like, I maybe I want to grow my business. 
I don't really know what else to say about, you know, I, I, I wish I want work as much like, okay, that's good. Those are some things, write those down. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, don't not write something down because you don't think it's good enough. Right. Um, yeah. Don't worry. About, I, I remember one of the things he said about that was don't worry about the quality of the goal. We're going for quantity mm-hmm. right now. Just get, get down as much as you can. Yeah, exactly. Get it out there. So, um, you know, we'll prioritize them later. I'm going to give you some categories to think about as well here, but we'll prioritize them and then we'll look at how we achieve a big goal in a, in a later podcast. But, uh, you know, a couple of things is, is, um, what do I want to be true in 90 days? This might help you get a goal down. So, typically for me, people are like, what's your three-year, what's your five-year, what's your 10-year goal? For me, that's very difficult. So let's break it much, let's break it much further down. What do I want to be true at the end of March? That's 90 days from now. At the end of March, what do I want to be true? Okay. So this is, hey, maybe I want to shoot for three new agents. Maybe I want to shoot 10 houses a week by the end of March. Whatever it may be, maybe I want to do a brokerage presentation. Maybe I want to revamp my website, my price list. Maybe I want to add a new service, get my 107 license. Whatever it is, what do you want to be true in 90 days? That makes it manageable. Yeah, that's a, that's a bite-sized piece, and also mm-hmm. you know it's just it puts the the domino out there just far enough that it's like, hey, I can still see that, and I think I can achieve that. Right. So think about that. What do I want to be true in 90 days? Another question to think about is if I was, if I was the bravest person, what would I do? And I love that he suggests this because we limit ourselves. Again, we, we talked about this a little bit, but we, we put this limit, the soundtrack on ourselves and those are limiting beliefs. And if you feel like you're not a brave person or a confident person, or you can't present well, or you can't sell, or you are not connected enough, those are all limiting beliefs that are not true. So just put your limiting belief in there. If I was the bravest person, what would I do? If I was the most connected person, what would I do? If I was a confident person, if I was the richest person, that's a limiting belief that you can't do something because of money. What would I do? This is a great question to to really tackle what I what I mentioned. My issue for the last few months has been is if you feel that you're stuck not being able to dream anymore, you have to let your you have to spark your imagination again. So I think this is a great question to get that that imagination rolling again to start to dream again. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're already taking that first step of trying to get yourself unstuck. And that's a great thing. So kudos to you to for, for listening or watching. But yeah, you gotta yes. you gotta prime your imagination. So this take this question as a way to prime that engine and start thinking, yeah, okay, if if finances were not an issue, what would I do? And boy, man, ideas can start to roll. And then Again, you write that down, you start to form the plan and you get moving again. Those wheels start turning again. Great question. Yeah. I, lo- I love that one. Yeah. Again, I can't take credit for it, but that's a great point, Craig, the, that just get something going, prime the pump. Speaking of prime the pump, <laughs> we're on a well at the office. This is such <laughs> Craig's laughing because he knows that so we have no water at the office today. I have no clue. Again, I'm out in the middle of a cornfield, so we are on a well. For those of you that live in the city, <laughs> Water does not get piped everywhere. 
<laughs> some locations you have to dig a hole in the ground and go down to where there's groundwater put a pump at the bottom of it and shoot it up to your building so we're on a well here at wow <laughs> we got no water today so i don't know so we'll probably all use the bathroom outside that's what us country <laughs> folk do right great <laughs> sorry sorry everybody off topic but yeah, i don't know I don't, I don't know how to segue out of that one time but go ahead <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's just do a let's do a hard cut here into the next question <laughs> so let me change it up craig let's yeah, let's yeah. change this up a little bit okay because some of you might be motivated by what frustrates you what bothers you yeah. some of you are fix-it people so ask yourself what bothers you what are you frustrated about does it bother? Maybe it bothers you that you didn't hit the revenue you wanted last year. Maybe it bothers you that you don't know what your revenue is. So you don't know where you're at. I find that typically with myself, a great motivator for me is that when I emotionally, and I'll be careful here because emotions aren't great to write on, but emotionally, mm -hmm. like when I'm like, man, I'm just so frustrated about that. Like I do something about it. You know, it's like that squeaky wheel. Hmm. until it squeaks enough and it drives you crazy, that's when you get the oil or the grease to fix the greasy wheel or the squeaky right. wheel, excuse me. So what, what bothers you right now? Does it bother you that you have, you're, you're hesitant to go out and talk to realtors? I was going to go to that realtor meeting and I just, uh, I found an excuse why I didn't go. Or I actually, I went to the gathering, but I, I, I kind of just hid in the corner. I only talked to one person or I was, I, I was going to approach the agent. I knew her name and I was going to approach her, but I was a little worried that, you know, what she would say to me, like, does that frustrate you? Does that bother you? Hmm. You know, maybe that's what it is. Or I'm scared to bring someone on because I don't think they can help me out. Well, you're going to hit, you're going to hit a point enough that it's going to start to become a frustration for you. And then, Hopefully you fix it at that point. So ask right. yourself, what frustrates you? What bothers me? And you might find some motivation in that frustration. That's a great one. The thing that pops into my mind is you know, something that's frustrating is a competitor in the market that seems to be earning more business mm. and has a service or a, a product that I haven't implemented that I'm losing to. Well, that, that would frustrate me. That would, that would bother me. So that's going to motivate me mm -hmm. to, okay, now how can I implement that and go beyond that and offer even better service? So it gets the idea yeah. going for, for new products, new services. Yeah, it sure does. That, that's a great point. And that, that made me think about the last question is like, what if it, instead of, if, yeah, if I was the bravest person, if I wasn't scared, mm -hmm. if I wasn't scared to present, you know, so again, those limiting beliefs, get those out of your head when you're brainstorming and um, that will open up who knows what some really cool things for you confidence so, goes a long way people people can sense when you're timid or nervous and it, that doesn't instill a whole lot of confidence in them to hire you to be their marketing consultant be confident you're you're the expert in this field so you you bring the ideas do the study do the work put the work in and be confident in, in the thing that you're mm -hmm. passionate about. And that, that's going to instill confidence in your prospect and maybe tip the sales and making them want to work with you. Yeah. Great point, Craig. Great point. The old fake it till you make it, right? <laughs> Saying, right. I'm still, I mean, we're all still, I'm still faking it to this day. So, <laughs> um, 
So let me end with Craig, just a couple of areas that I want you guys to think about, because this helped me of areas in your life that you should think about setting goals. So many of you maybe just went straight to business and, and I use business examples. So maybe I set you up to fail because I didn't give other categories. But if you went, if your brain went right to business, like I want to do this revenue, I'm going to do this average order value, I want to have this market share, I want to have this many new clients. Let's think about a couple of other categories in your life that you should think about goals. So the first one is personal. Hmm. What type of personal goals? This is your time to be selfish. Is this health, fitness, weight? Maybe this is amount of sleep, a schedule thing. Personal, this could be personal finances, could be personal anything. Think about yourself. What personal goals do you have? What do you want to change about yourself this year? And again, hey, in 90 days, personally, I want to have what? Maybe it's go to the gym. I want to go to the gym in 90 days. You know, 90 days is typically, that's three months. That's a rough 12 weeks. I want to go 24 times, twice a week. What do you want to be true personally? The next question is with your family. So this is still personal, but this has to do with your family. And, and if you don't have a family, maybe this is, maybe you're thinking, hey, I want to focus this year on getting a family. You know, I want to find a significant other. I just grinded really hard in 23 and I put no time into finding mm. someone other. And, you know, my friends are getting married and it's getting maybe a little lonely. I'm not saying you have to get married, but I'm just saying mm. if that's a goal of yours and you forgot about that in 23, maybe you want to build a family this year. Or maybe you had a limiting belief like, hey, you know, honey, we can't start a family until I grow the business to a certain size. Like, oh, I, I want you, I want to caution you about that one, you know? Mm. So think about your family goals. Right. Your, your third is, the third is spiritual. So spiritually, what are my goals? Maybe I want to start reading the Bible more. Maybe I want to get to get back to church. Maybe I want to go to church once a month, twice a month. I just want to join a small group. Whatever it is, I, I Craig and I have voiced this very openly, but we feel very strongly yeah. in your spirituality and and your Christianity. And maybe that's what you want to get into. Maybe again, twenty three, you grinded and. You gave yourself the excuse like, hey, I just need to sleep in today. I can't get there. Maybe it's time in 24 to say, hey, that's a gold mine. Yeah, I, I think, again, we don't hide this. Yeah, we, we're followers of Jesus. They're, in me, they're, if, I'm, if I'm not taking the time to invest um, personally in my, my walk with Jesus and, and that, that spiritual hole, there, there's this hole that if I ignore, mm -hmm. I... I'm, I'm going to be tempted to fill it with other things that are probably not going to be healthy for me and will counteract the work I'm trying to do to, to reach other goals in my life. Now, are we saying you can't be successful? Uh, ultimately, it, however you define success, uh, you know, not filling that? No, you probably will, but there's going to be something nagging you in the background that you can't quite put your finger on. And we just want to encourage you, maybe consider this, that this is something that maybe you can look into 
and see why am I feeling the way I am inside? I've got all this good stuff. My business is doing well. Maybe you have a healthy relationship, but there's just something nagging me. Maybe consider the the fact that you are made with purpose, that there there is purpose to your life. You just don't know what it is or why it is and mm-hmm. what does it matter in eternity? Is this all there is? If I, am I going to, you know, die at the end of my, at the end of my life? And w- what was it for? So just maybe ask yourself those questions. Yeah. Very well said, Craig. And um, yeah, purpose. I love that. We could do a, a whole podcast alone on that, um, yeah. you know, on that, and that thinking, but um, please, I just take a minute to think about your, your spirituality and your purpose and, are you filling that hole and like, Hey, it was successful, but now what? Like it, I, I, I don't feel that high kind of wore off of the yeah. successful year I had. Right. You're missing something there. So can I share a, just a personal example of how the spiritual goal ties into say a business goal? Yeah, please Craig. I'll, I'll try and keep this brief. Business is awesome. I love what what I get to do personally in both the creative side, the photography, the videography, and the business side, you know, growing profits. I mean, I like to take care of my family financially. I like to see the success of the company. But if that's my end goal, that ultimately, again, that's going to leave me wanting and hungry that that's not ultimately fulfilling. Where I type my spiritual goal into my business goal is the act of serving. See, my, my belief is that God came and Jesus said, I came not to be served, but to serve. And in serving others, I find some fulfillment. I get to live out the, the in, in a way, the example that Jesus set for me in serving others and building value into someone else. Hey, my goal is to help you succeed in your business. I'm going to serve you and I'm going to serve your sellers. And that's unusual to have that kind of approach to it. And it has sparked some questions and conversations with clients over the years that, man, I just find incredibly fulfilling to be able to go deeper with people without making it weird. I mean, you can go, you can get into some weird conversations, but I just find great fulfillment in connecting my spiritual purpose to my business purpose and living that out in a holistic way. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but that's how I tie those two goals together. Yeah, no, I love that, Craig. And it's, it's, it's so true. Very well said. Thank you for that. Yeah. Great. So the, the fourth category that I want you to think about of goals is financial goals. Mm-hmm. You know, for you left brain people out there, this is probably, this is easier because you can put a number on it, but <laughs> yep. if, if you, if you're not good at putting numbers on things, here's some ideas. Uh, financially, I want to not, uh, you know, I want to be more financial stable. So that could be, hey, I want to do away with my car payment or I, I need to transition uh, out of some credit card debt. Uh, you know, I want to begin to pay off the investment of the equipment that I put on the credit card this year, you know, last year. Um, so financially, what are, what are some of those weights, some of those things on your shoulders that you might not think about every day, but they are definitely on your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so think about those financial goals. And then finally, the the fifth, and and we've already talked about this, is business. And I do think that it, I think business should be at the bottom there, um, hmm. you know, because again, you those other personal items are your business exists for the four 
above it that we talked about your spiritual, your financial, your personal, and your family goals. So those are five different categories. If it helps you to think about writing down and brainstorming those things, but we would just encourage you to write them down. Literally, I started a new sheet, 2024 goals. I have my list going and I'm writing down crazy things right now. You know, if you want to build a rocket and send it to the moon or Mars, write it down. Please don't, don't stop that creative process. In the coming weeks, we will start to filter this list. We'll give you some techniques and some ideas of how to filter it down. But then also beyond that, we'll look at how we take this huge goal you know, the BHAG, the big, hairy, you know, what a goal is that, uh, what book was that traction? I forget what book that was. BHAG. That's a term. Yeah. Did you read the book? I should know what it is. I've, I, read the I've book. heard I, reference to it. The A we, we changed. I used to be a part of something called truth at work. And we talked about BHAGs. We just changed the uh -huh. A day audacious, big, hairy, audacious, audacious goals, audacious goal. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. how do you take that darn thing? You know, how do I grow from a one person company to a 10 person company? Okay. That's not positive. Let's break that down. How do you, how do you eat a whale? We joke about this at the office. You eat a whale one bite at a time. So all that stuff's going to come up. I'm going to show you some ticks and tips and techniques that uh, I've developed over the years and some mistakes that I've made with trying to tackle those goals. But for this week, happy new year, mm -hmm. just write these things down. There's no wrong answer and uh, get a good list and then we'll look at that again next week if you if you'd like if it would help bring some some focus to you share your goals in the comments on the youtube channel if you're watching youtube right now or drop us an email and say hey todd craig these are my goals and i'd love to keep in touch you know with you and, and update you as the year goes on and how i'm hitting those goals you can email us hello at spiro.media i mean we're, we're here to support each other and encourage you we want to see you succeed so we'd love to hear your goals yeah, would love to. Please send them to us. It's always good to hear from you. Also, uh, there's just a thanks in advance. This is maybe some foreshadowing, but thanks for your reviews. I know some of you have reviewed. If you can, that would be one thing that would help us out. If you can just hit the star, the rating, rate it, whatever it is. You know I'm not good with interfaces, but whatever, <laughs> whatever site you're on, if you could give us a quick review, send us a note. We love to hear from you. It's so great to hear from you all and all across the world. Um, just feel free to reach out to us. Hello at Spiro.media. And uh, thanks for a review here on your podcast channel. Absolutely. And if you found value in this, be, be sure to like it, um, share it. Maybe you're part of a, a real estate photography, you know, community on Facebook or Instagram, wherever. Uh, if you find value in this, please, we, we'd be delighted and, and honored if you, if you shared the podcast with others as well. So uh, awesome. Well, happy new year. Yeah. Happy New Year. And uh, hopefully you were able to take a breath over the holiday season. That's what Spiro means is, is take a breath. And so let's start the year off writing down the goals, whatever those goals might be. Don't worry about quality. Let's just write down as many as we can to start this week in this first podcast of Spiro in 2024. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. You guys have a great week and uh, we'd love to hear from you again. If you have ideas, or comments, please drop us an email, hello at spiro.media. Take a moment, be thankful for what you've been blessed with. Take a breath, 
and have a great week. Thank you for joining us for the Spiro Podcast, Managing Your Real Estate Photography and Videography Business. This is a production of Spiro and WOW Video Tours. You can find out more about Spiro's real estate media business management software at our website, spiro.media.